Welcome back to the show, ladies and gents. Um, it's just me and Alexis this week. Nicole's birthday is tomorrow. So happy birthday to you, Nicole. And um, (laughs) yeah, she's going to have a good time. And I hope she posts a lot of pictures because she has a really, really pretty dress. And um, I just hope everything works out for it because Nicole always has trouble with holidays or anything. You know what I mean? Like her WrestleMania streak for the last couple of years has been abysmal. This is the one one WrestleMania streak that needs to be ended, honestly. Yes. But, don't touch anything we're just gonna no. yell at her don't touch anything don't do anything she got just so close she got so close this year and then what hit her a fucking stomach virus yeah she got a she got a um what was it e coli i think it, yeah e. Coli, I, I don't know i just remember she said she was like she was like really really sick, sick. Yeah, yeah she was really sick i think it was e coli because um she had got it from eating the salads when she was um, working. So um, oh, it was from a particular restaurant. I mean, not a restaurant, but it was from a particular store in this, in Ohio and they had an E. coli outbreak on the romaine lettuce and that's how she got sick. Oh, so it so, was bad. Yeah. Happy birthday but, to my favorite scorpion woman. I love you so much. I know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so her birthday's tomorrow. So please, please, please do me a solid if you're listening because I'll have this posted by her birthday so please mm-hmm. go on the down for the count pages on our instagram our twitter and just tweet our founder and friend nicole a happy birthday okay yeah. with all that being said ladies and gentlemen we got a really full show because we're going to talk about everything uh day before yesterday i was on marks with mike's um podcast they did a live so shout out to them i was on there with get your podcast and power bomb jitsu um, we just were shooting the shit. And some of these topics that we're talking about here, we're also going to discuss. We also discussed on their show. But you know how we roll. We do stuff different over here. Plus, you got different people, so different opinions. Okay. So first things first, we're going to get Crown Jewel out the way. Alexis doesn't watch the Blood Money show. Okay? I can't. Su- I can't support it. And I'm just going to say this. I have, I have no like no issue with any of the men or women going over there to do the show, get your money, completely understand that. But I'm still thinking this is like everything is going on with Triple H the last few years. Honestly, this is the best karma that could come back and bite him in the ass. So oh, oh my God. No, I mean I I get it. They're not gonna they he's not gonna turn down money. Cause I saw someone saying that and they're just like, yeah no what like dude you're going to watch Raw, so why are you on your fucking soapbox? A lot of people don't watch Crown Jewel, because guess what? It's not for us. It's for the Saudi people. Exactly. Exactly. And most of that shit's not even canon anyway, so why give a fuck? So Crown Jewel happened. Um, I... I, Usually Crown Jewel is a better show than what what we saw. But I'll I'll say this. It wasn't terrible, but I I do feel like it could have been a better show. It kind of got stagnant in the middle and slowed down. Um, but here's a quick rundown of who won and walked away with, you know, a win from Crown Jewel. J 
J.D. McDonough went up against Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn beat J.D. McDonough. Um, that was the kickoff show. It was a really good way to start Crown Jewel. They had a really good match, and they have very good chemistry with each other, which I enjoyed. I, I um, heard that was like, I think it's just great for Sami because he can go over there because the cheers and fucking shit that he gets when he walks out is... Yes. I, I love Sami. They absolutely adore Sammy and they give Sammy so much love and so much admiration. He got a massive pop when he came out there to kick off the show. So it was a smart placement to put him in the kickoff. Then we had yeah. Seth freaking Rollins going up against Drew McIntyre. That was the official first match of the night. Um, Seth did beat Drew in a very hard fought battle between the two of them. Drew took Seth to his limits, bad back and all. And um, Damian Priest attempted to cash in, but that's when Sami Zayn siphoned that briefcase and ran off with it. <laughs> I he love stole that. It. <laughs> he stole it and ran off with it, babes. Okay. And um, I was like, oh, is he going to use it? I was like, oh, please steal it and use it. That would be everything. Yeah, that would have been awesome. But he didn't. He ended up that Monday having to give it back per Pierce's orders. He had to give it back. So Whatever. is it just me or has Adam Pierce been acting like a real bitch lately? I mean, depending on who he's talking to, who's been getting on his nerves. And to Adam's credit, I fully understand because having to work two shows as a WWE official, you're running back and forth can be a lot on a person. They brought in Nick Aldis, and I think for now, Nick is going to be a part of that um, authority figure on SmackDown until he decides he wants to wrestle, if he decides he wants to wrestle. Kind of similar to the way they had Sonya doing it. Um, I, just, I just need to know who I need to bribe just so we can have Adam Pierce versus Nick Aldis on WWE TV. Right? Like, who do I have to bribe? Who do I have Adam to wrestle? Who do I have to kill? Like, what do I have to do? People be I'll, sleeping I'll on it. Adam, but Adam is a five-time NWA champion. Five mm -hmm. times. Okay? And Adam is no... Is, yeah. Former Impact champion, former NWA champion. That, like, that whole company was rebuilt around Nick Aldis. So, Nick Aldis ain't no slouch either. I'm mm -mm. just saying... I'm just saying, I kind of wish they would have continued that battle between the two um, shows. I'm hoping that next year we get Survivor Series with Raw versus SmackDown and they do it that way because I'm just, I want, I know, I don't mind storyline based Survivor Series War Games matches. I don't mind that at all. Um, but I feel like you should have like a healthy balance with Survivor Series, which we'll get to in a second. I'll get to that once we get to Survivor Series. So let me just finish the rest of Crown Jewel really quickly because okay. I know people are tired of it, but we just got to get through it. There was right. the Fatal Five Way. Um, the Fatal Five Way was better than I thought it was going to be. It was actually my second favorite match of the night. It was pretty damn good. Rhea Ripley did ultimately end up winning um, by pinning Zoe. Um, yeah. I think it was Zoe. Yeah, then Zoe just recently won the opportunity to face off against Rhea at Survivor Series. So 
in that women's battle royal on Monday. But it was a pretty decent match between all five women. Everybody did a really stellar job. So I was pleasantly surprised with this. Then you had John Cena going up against Solo in the beginning. That match had a nice little tip for tat, but it was towards the end where essentially Solo tapped into his Umaga and just brutalized John Cena. He was just hitting him with that Samoan spike over and over and over again. And John just couldn't kick out. It's a pretty somber moment for John Cena because he hasn't broken that streak. It's 2,000 plus days, which they said was like five years since he's won a singles match. I mean, I'm, can I just play devil's advocate here? John Cena really I mean, don't need John Cena really don't need to be winning any matches like now. I mean, no offense to John Cena. He's a great guy, great human being. We love him. Okay, cool. Tiff is his future wife. We get this. <laughs> but it's kind of like the same way, you know, when Jeff Hardy was still in WWE and people were like, he needs to run for the universal title. He needs, I'm like, no, he's exactly where he needs to be like right now. Yeah, but the difference is John isn't trying to collect titles. He's perfectly fine with putting people over, and that's what he did for Solo in Saudi. That's what Jeff's dumbass was doing until, you know, he threw his fit and he left. Yeah. You know, in some way, that's that's what Sting's doing. He's not going after any title in AEW. I don't think Sting should be retiring sometime next year. But it's just like... He is retiring. Right. I use the term loosely, though. We've seen shit happen. But yeah. I mean, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. I mean, you had, but I'm gonna be honest, you're gonna have to pay me a shit ton of money to take a pin from fucking Austin Theory of all people. Well, he was on Mania, and John Cena does get millions from WWE when least, he shows back up and wrestles. So I, I need at least a hundred, and then maybe like fifteen zeros following that hundred. Oh God! By Austin Theory at WrestleMania, I'd be like, and you're gonna and be bitched out by him at WrestleMania. Mm-mm, yeah, because that sucked. That sucked. Um. Then there was a odd segment. So there was Miz. Um. There was a uh Saudi, a Billy Big Saudi movie star there, and Grayson Waller. Miz came out to do Miz TV with that Saudi movie star, and then Grayson mm-hmm. Waller came out and pretty much took out Miz's entire set, brought in his set for the Grace of Waller effect, said that it was time for people to move on. It's no longer 2002. Like, you need to stop living in the past. You know, and they pretty much double-teamed Grayson and and laid out Grayson Waller. And I just thought it was an odd, shoehorned in segment. Hmm. And also, John Cena's match with Solo was longer than I would have liked. I felt like it did not have to be that long, but it was. And that's another issue with another match that I have. So um, the next match after that was Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio. So Rey lost his championship to Logan. Logan cheated. Santos kind of aided and embedded him. And it kind of looked like he didn't mean to do it, but he did. So Logan had a guy bring in brass knuckles, very similar to what he did to Ricochet. Um, And if people were wondering why Ricochet didn't show up after they had been including Ricochet, it seemed in the storyline, it was because Ricochet had a concussion. I saw that. So So does Fallon, apparently. Yeah, Fallon does. And um, it's, it's unfortunate 
for Ricochet more specifically. That's why I hope that he has a speedy recovery because he had a nice trajectory on the roster. And I don't want them to slow down on booking him due to this concussion. I mean, it happens sometimes, but this concussion happened at that match last week. Um, the fatal four-way to determine the Intercontinental Champion is when he kind of got rocked in that match. It was right when he got that pin from, um, I want to say it was Ibar who pinned him. And um, oh, that yeah, night- I remember you guys saying that because you were watching Raw. And I remember yeah. you said someone like rocked the shit out of uh Yeah, it's pretty bad. So he's been out since then. Um, and I remember Samantha wasn't at Raw that week and she just came back this week. Um, I think she had like that week off or whatever, and Ricochet had a match and that was it. But um I know she was probably nursing Ricochet throughout the time that she was off because she doesn't she doesn't do like um the announcements uh, or the annou- ring announcement until Monday anyway, um unless they need her for something else. And you know what else I'm noticing to not to just sidebar a little bit? Like y'all hmm. are being real ignorant towards her on Twitter talking oh, about okay. her and her husband like y'all are being really petty and y'all really need to back off like like okay, leave her rich and like look they're ha- are they married or are they engaged i know they're getting married they're engaged okay. they're getting married well congratulations but like here's here's the thing and this is the thing that pisses me off because i know he's doing it as a character but logan paul out here and all you little Sims for him, which 2023, y'all still simping for this man. Ew, honestly. Finn Balor's right there. But what? Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. I mean, come on, man. But anyway, he's on here t- talking shit about Samantha. First off, what a woman does in her private time when she's not in a relationship with somebody is none of y'all's damn business. And number two, ain't your hoe getting dragged? For you know, sleeping around with every famous influencer, and you seem to be well. The you know what? Go with because if you want to be honest, low, I'll go alone. Trust me, I will. They're they're also getting married. He proposed to his girlfriend, which mm. congratulations to y'all. I I don't care, but yeah. I was talking about the fans on Twitter. They're going after Samantha, and it's not necessarily due to the fight between her and Ricochet. I keep, I mean, between Ricochet and Logan, I keep seeing. The fans tweeting her just nonsense. They're being really disrespectful to her, telling her she's married, she's getting ready to marry a jobber. Um, so a like jobber. That, yeah, yeah. Oh, like they're no. really they're being very disrespectful to her and to Ricochet. And Samantha's taking it in stride. She going at them the same way they come at her. But Good. my thing is, my thing is leave them alone. Like you can talk about the character all day long but once you start going after their significant other and like talking shit to his fiance soon to be wife like y'all need to mind y'all fucking business you know what i'm saying like y'all are they do and they do do the tattoo stuff on youtube now and it's Mm -hmm. on the wwe um website so a lot of y'all that be wanting to know about people's tattoos they did ricochet's tattoo and samantha's tattoo um i think it was a few weeks back and this was a big thing because they were they did their tattoo episode jointly they did it together and what pissed me off was somebody ringside news 
tweeted out that, oh, Ricochet doesn't mind Samantha Irvin doing OnlyFans. What? And I was like, that's not, that's not true. And I'm like, that's not what was said, you know? And uh -uh. then the fans were just like, oh, I've lost all respect for him. How could he be okay with this? And he was, they were, some of the fans were like, oh, y'all need to read the article. I'm like, no, Ringside News need to stop misquoting people. Ringside News need to stop putting out clickbaits. Number one. Oh, Number that's two. That's what we've talked about that. Like that shit legit pisses me off. It's just wrong. I'm like, what they're doing is, is extremely clickbaity and is definitely not true. So it's a bunch of bullshit. But I'm just saying, like, to wrap that up, like, y'all really need to stop attacking or going after Ricochet's fiance and leave them alone. You can talk about the show. You can do your tweets like I do. Everybody do the tweets. You know what I'm saying? We tweet about wrestling. But what you you lose it when you are tweeting at them directly and, and attacking them directly. That's where you have That's a problem. That is so weird to me because I see people doing it when it's like, those are probably the same people who think Rhea Ripley and Dominic Mysterio are fucking like they really legit think I'm like, Dom has it's a, a joke. Fiance, like, and so buddy, does Rhea. Like, and like Buddy Murphy posts Rhea on his Instagram all the fucking time. And she does the same thing to him. And they're so yes. freaking cute together, but they're just like, Oh, you know, they're, they're doing it. I'm like, don't touch grass. It's a joke. Like, what please is go fucking, Like, please go fucking touch grass. It's a storyline, and they're supposed to feed into the storyline. Exactly. Fine. But yeah, okay. I just wanted to say that because it pissed mm. me off. I was so one mad about thing. that. Can I just say one more thing? And I don't know if this yeah. will get me in trouble. Rhea Ripley coming out in Saudi Arabia with the men standing on the side was such a big dick move to me for some fucking like, I can't I don't know if it's just because we know how the Saudis treat their women so to see oh a, yeah okay so I see what you mean them, yeah. yeah just to see a bunch of them and they were you know being real respectful about it you know they didn't have them dressed in you know, dress traditionally or whatever but like to me when I saw that no, they like, were that they, is, that they is were such dressed, a big dick move like they were dressed mean, in oh. their traditional garb and they had these like incense holders that had the smoke coming out of it mm -hmm. and I just didn't understand what I was looking at I was just like what is going on and it took them so long to come out oh my god it took them so long to come out there I was but like then she, but then she came out and I was just like yeah I was like and when she, like was, when she finally came out, it was cool. But I liked her look more than I liked her entrance. She it looked, looked like, awesome. I said it looks like, like Dobby. the girl. Yeah, and the girl, yeah. Dobby had a baby. I was, it looked like both of them. I was like, what is going on? I'm like, she looks menacing, but I really, I really did like it. I thought it was fire. It was very unique. And the only one who just looked like they stepped right out of like January 6th meeting talks was fucking Zoe. Everybody else oh. put on something. Okay. Like even Shayna wore her um her jujitsu um robes. Like she even wore her stuff, right? Like yeah, everybody else I mean, every, Shayna I mean, did that. This I mean Rhonda yeah, did that when they, she was res respect, yeah. Because that's her but, but here here's my issue with that match because 
Tiff, you watched it, and I watched it through through you. What the fuck? First off, Zoe goes out there looking like she's off shift from her military rounds. She's got like these camouflage pants on and black long sleeve shirt, right? Even if yes. it's Saudi, do something nice. I mean, like Shayna and Sonia had all the internet like thirsty when they went over to Saudi Arabia. And it's just like, even now, and they did it. And I was just like, okay, that's cool how they do it. You know, the girls still keep like their personality in with, I would just ask Bianca straight up, like, can you make me something? I don't know. Just do whatever you want. You you know, whatever. Um, But she looks so bad and out of place. Why the fuck does she keep staring? Because when I saw your clips, she was like looking in like a certain area and you could see it. And like she was waiting for somebody to get there. I don't know if Raquel was being late, but if you go back and watch the clips, it looks like she's standing there like looking like for her. Yeah, she's there the whole like, time. I'm like, she's there the, the whole time. And she, Raquel came down there and she was dressed in her Texas garb, you know, she a little January 612. But, anyways. Mm-hmm. Whatever works for you, babe. Um, they, they, um, they had the match with Logan Paul. Like I said, Logan mm-hmm. cheated with the brass knuckles. A friend of his brought the knuckles to him. Um, Santos jumped out of the crowd and stopped him from getting the knuckles after they fell out of his hand. They, the friend was trying to go around the ring to hide from the referee to get the knuckles, and Santos ended up chasing the guy away. He picked the knuckles up, and then he put them on the ring apron. Instead of just, like, throwing them away, he lays them on the apron. This is when Ray gets ready to hit the 619, and, of course, he does hit it. Logan sees the knuckles, puts them on, and as Ray is getting ready to jump off the top rope, that's when Logan punches him and knocks him out. So that's how he wins the title. Um, I'm I'm gonna say this: the reason why I feel like a lot of this shit is like borderline racist on Logan Paul's part is because he keeps saying he wants an American boy to be champion, and I'm like, Rey Mysterio is American. He's Mexican American. He was born in California, San Diego. He was born in San Diego. He is an American. He's a Mexican. American. That's why I'm just like, I don't like the rhetoric. I get what he's trying oh to say. He's a dumbass. But ass. the rhetoric doesn't is not fitting because I'm like, if we're being fair, your ancestry doesn't trace back to America either. I'm just calling the spade a spade, babe. I don't but like, you do you. I don't like that. I mean, he first off, I don't like the fact that this man has a belt. And you know, allow me to be Jim Cornette for a second. I don't like it. And I I don't like it. I don't fucking like it. I think it's dumb, especially when they are trying to do everything they could to rebuild the US title. Hmm. And they go and give it to him. And I'm like, God bless Ray. And I know he for- I forgot he had it, but you know what? I'm got school. No, because that's WWE's fault. And that's their thing, because they went from we're gonna build this title up, got went out, got a brand new title for Bobby, and we're thinking, okay, cool. Even Tiff, who's not even who doesn't even like Bobby Lashley that way, she got excited because that meant they were gonna elevate this title, and they were doing it for a while, and then they just stopped, and then they give it to Logan Paul, and it's just like. What is the purpose? And I know people are going to be like, oh, well, you know, they're going to have the baby face take. Why? Why couldn't you just have Ray and somebody else go and have a title? 
but have a title. Or match. you could have just you, gave it to Santos. I'd rather have seen Santos versus Ray. Because you know that you was could have just get you could have started this feud with them when Santos couldn't beat Ray Mysterio. And it could have like lingered. But I mean, like, why is he even there? I, I know he's, and, and he and wasn't, I'll be honest, he was not there Friday. He was I, not there what, okay. Friday. And he's so a he's new champion. Not, he wasn't he, there. So he's not already showing up to work. So there's my thing. I will give Dom all the shit in the world for being the North American champion for NXT. But at least the motherfucker's there. At least he shows up. At least he puts in the work. At least he does the character. He's not doing it half-assed anymore. So Finn and Damian, somebody back there is working with him or his dad's working with him, one of the two. I've Why? seen him Why wrestle more as champion than his father has. And that says a I, lot. I just want to know why in 2023, 2022, whenever this little maggot was signed, I said maggot, don't come for me. Why? Mm-hmm. Why the fuck do they need Logan Paul? And I'm tired of people saying, oh, they're going to put the eyes on the product and all this shit. And it's like, why? Why? Logan Paul has a fan base. The problem is he never grew up while his OG fan base did. That's why he's this age, his big age, acting like this. At this point, it, they gave him the title. He ain't even on TV with the championship. And then he so goes it doesn't. And, and then he goes, well, just let me do this. Because I know people in our group chat was like, it's not a big deal. Because blah, blah, blah. He went on Twitter and he's standing naked with the title. And he's in the shower. And the thing that bugs me, yes, I have seen wrestlers do this. That is nothing new. Okay, we get it. Randy Orton did it too. I think. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels um, did it in Playgirl. Strong. Okay, well, I mean, it's nothing. It's nothing new. The thing that pisses me off, and this is why I I had to get off Twitter. And I'm glad Eddie Kingston feels the same way. You really need to listen to that podcast that he did. He was he's such baby daddy material. It's not even funny, but he. Um, <laughs> He's on Twitter and all these like non-WWE fans are shitting on WWE. And I'm not surprised. Like, and they're just like, oh, you know, wrestling's fake, wrestling's dumb. That's what they get, all these fucking idiots who watch pro wrestling. That's the shit that's pissing me off. I don't care if it was Damian Priest or Roman Reigns or uh, Montez and Dawkins doing this kind of shit. That wouldn't piss me off at all. But the fact that he's on there and the people who he actually follows, they're shitting on what we love. That's what pisses me off. And that's what makes me turn into Jim Cornette for at least 30 minutes. Cause, and no one seems to get that. And they're like, oh, you know, you won't keep along. How the fuck do you know? We've said that about Mandy. And she had that NXT title for a fucking year. Yeah. So you got nobody back there that you could have done that on. Fuck, you couldn't give that title. Solo should have had the U.S. title because he's the most, been the one guy I think who's been, you know, he's still new. He's not in the undercard. He's not in the mid card. He's the only guy in the bloodline that doesn't have a title. But he would have, at least he shows up to fucking work. I mean, yeah, you could have given it to Solo. He'd been a good heel for Ray to bounce off of and have him have the title, but they were desperate for Logan Paul to be freaking shit. Can someone someone answer me that? We're going to put this on the the podcast page. 
Why the fuck does WWE need Logan Paul in 2023? And if you're smart, I'm just going to delete your shit because I'm not in the fucking mood for it. I'm, I hate that he's good at this. I he is that. good. You can't deny that. I fucking and that's hate the, problem. the fact, but it's just like, there's so many. Like, but so is Bad people. Bunny, and Bad Bunny wasn't taking away championships no. and then gone for like, a, and then not being there. Like Bad Bunny, let's keep it real. Bad Bunny did the big shows, but... Bad Bunny was there every Monday that he could show up when he was not yeah. busy with doing concerts. He was there. He wasn't Remember? there stealing time or stealing stuff. Like, during right. pandemic, oh, every week. Every fucking week he was there. Okay, and he I wasn't cutting terrible it. promos and being a little dick. Like, he was out there dipping and doing it. Storyline with Damian Priest worked. Mm-hmm. Did it beautifully. Yeah, and then went home. In long-term okay. storytelling, because at Backlash, they had that San Juan street fight, which was the main event of the night, and you had him come out. The whole arena was fucking shaking. Someone said they were there, and the whole place was shaking when he came it was out. rocking, rocking. And he was so humbled. If you looked at that man, he was ready to cry. Yeah, he was. But here's yeah, also the difference. There was a difference between when we saw Bad Bunny come out in the Royal Rumble compared to Logan Paul when he came out in the Royal That was the one time I was yelling for Dominic Mysterio to kick somebody's ass. Oh, shit. I was like, I'm just like, why is he here? But then Bad Bunny comes out and he fucked. I'm just like, and you know what? He used the WWE right because WWE announced that Bad Bunny was going on tour in what, 2022? Yeah. So he had I mean, a really good right. tour. And to be honest, yeah, and WWE was... got what they needed and he got yeah, what he so needed. I don't, and to, to an extent, I do believe that Logan Paul provides something. He has something, obviously. And I'm not shitting on him in that regard. I'm just saying he gets a oh. lot of provisions. And I just feel like if you're going to be a champion, the only one I give a pass to is Roman. And that is because. Roman's character lends to what he's doing, right? Mm-hmm. Logan Paul has nothing to stand on when it comes to his character work because he doesn't have one. He literally is portraying himself. So, and then on top of that, Roman still does have um, cancer and he's in remission from that. So I don't right. understand WWE don't want to stress him out too much. They don't want to pull him out there and stretch him too thin. I fully get that. So that's not an issue. But I just felt, I just was like, okay, look, Logan Paul has a championship now. What are you going to do with this? Because I'm like, to Alexis's point, you could have had Solo be the one to take that title off of Ray and still have what you had done. Because what killed me was that this was the catalyst to busting up LWO on Friday. So Logan Paul was nowhere to be found. When mm-hmm. I say all of this was all about LWO and it all started out at the beginning of the show, it was a good segment. It was a good way to break up the, sh- the um group. I didn't have a problem with the breakup. What I had a problem with was that this could have been done without Rey Mysterio dropping that championship to Logan. And then they, I know that when I was on Marks with Mike, they were like, well, the Prince of Saudi requested that Logan Paul be there. I'm like, okay, but he didn't have to have a championship match. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We didn't need that. We didn't even need to see that. The, the Saudi fans didn't give a fuck about... They didn't care about Logan Paul being there. No, he didn't get the same They way booed I, his ass, too. I Shit. Any, and I don't think anywhere. It's just like going back to Bad Bunny. 
if I was Bad Bunny and I walked out to my hometown that like my home place that I always fucking represent and I'm in an, I'm not even there for a concert. I'm doing something else. I get the loudest, wildest ovation of the whole night. Like that place. He definitely don't get that coming mm-hmm. here. I can tell you that. And then it's the weird thing is I saw it on Insta, on TikTok or Instagram. It was a clip of somebody who was there. You could not hear anything once that song hit. And Tears has said it that that was an older song he came out to. 2017. Everybody knew the fucking lyrics. Yes. Like, you don't see that with, with Logan Paul. Logan Paul attempted to rap and it's horrible. I mean, like, I know my taste in music is not exactly, you know, the most prestige pedigree there is. I listen to fucking punk rock and half the bands I listen to, the lead singer's been dead for 40 years due to a heroin overdose. But, like, at least that means something. He's just out here with no flow, acting goofy. His original fan base grew up. He never did. And it's just like, I could understand if this was like during his peak time, like 2016, 2017. God, that was a scary time. But like the peak time with, with him and his brother, I can understand that. But why are you doing it now? And why does he have a championship? I mean, look, I gave Rhea shit last couple of episodes ago, but at least she's there. You see her, you see the title. What the fuck? Now are I'm they sure they'll him? have him. I'm sure they'll have him come back um, and be there next week. But they was in Columbus, Ohio yesterday. I mean, Friday. No, it was yesterday. They was in Columbus, Ohio. He's from Ohio. Ohio State is there. He's from Ohio. His ass should have been there. What the fuck were you doing? But you know what? Let's let's move on because anyways. I I hope he stubs his toe on every fucking table he walks past. I can't. Also, you no, guys need to go on over to Marks, Marks with Mike's podcast because JT seems to believe that Logan Paul is the greatest United States champion of all time, and he's better <laughs> than your favorite wrestler. And <laughs> when I, I pointed out <laughs> some very mm. interesting attributes, and you know, he asked some good questions, and I answered them. He wanted everybody to change his mind. And I'm assuming that everybody that was on the show was opposing his ideals of Logan Paul, which rightfully so. Yeah. But y'all got to go listen to the show because it was funny. We went over everything and we talked about that too. But and there was some fun parts. I'm going to do a shoot promo real quick. Um, I know he's listening right now. Buddy, I want you to look me eye to eye. And tell me Logan Paul's better than Terry Funk. I dare you. He's definitely going to do it. He's definitely going to do it. And I'm going to kick him in the knees just like Terry Funk would do. Where's my branding iron? There were some good attributes to Crown Jewel. Like I said, Drew and Seth's match was pretty great. The Fatal Five Way was awesome. And then you had um, Bianca's match with EO, which was going good until Bailey got involved. And then we got Kyrie Sane's return. So Kyrie ended her deal. Her deal with um, Stardom ended back in September. She finished out her last um, obligations to that um, contract. And then Kyrie went radio silent. She didn't say anything. She wasn't doing anything. Nobody knew when Kyrie's going to show up. And she showed up at Crown Jewel. So she helped out EO. And B- Bailey was none the wiser. She was very 
very taken aback by this. And this all bled into Friday Night SmackDown, which I'll get to in a second. Okay. The last mm-hmm. two matches on the card were Cody going up against Damian Priest, which Cody beat Damian. Although Judgment Day did try to help and cheat, that's when Jay Uso came out there and super kicked everybody and ran them off with a chair. And Cody was able to win with three crossroads. Damn. One Cody Cutter and three crossroads. So it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty brutal. But it was a good match between them. Damian Priest had some good moments, but he was not able to best the American Nightmare. Moving into the final match, you had LA Knight going up against Roman Reigns, which y'all know how this goes. The game ain't changed and it's just different players. Okay. Yeah. LA Knight had Roman Reigns beaten, but Jimmy Uso came out there and made sure Roman won that See, match. The, the, distractions, all the, time. the distractions that happened and everything lent to LA Knight being speared with a um, spear and a Superman punch and it was night night for LA Knight. Roman continues his reign of terror as the WWE Universal Champion. Okay, Now, that was Crown Jewel. If I had to give Crown Jewel a full rating, I would say it was about a C, a B minus to a C plus. Um, I feel like that piece in the middle of the show with Miz, Grayson Waller, and that Saudi movie star was a bit much. It was quite stagnant and it dragged the show down. The length of some of the matches was just way too long. I can tell you right now, that was a five hour show. Okay. Jesus Christ. Eight matches, five-hour show. I understand that that show isn't for us, but it was way too fucking long. I was exhausted. We started watching the Saudi show at 12. It didn't end until 5 o'clock. That's AEW links, dude. Right. I was tired. Holy shit. I, when, we got, when, we got to, when we got to that match... With Damien and fucking Cody, I forgot about LA Knight and Roman. I was like, okay, cool, we're gonna Damn. be done. And Gerard was like, no, no, babe, there's another match you're missing. You forgot that Roman's wrestling. I'm like, oh, come on. We've been here all night. <laughs> that is that is way too and I get it because you know it's the they go to Saudi like what once a year now? But five twice. hours that though twice. So if they mm-hmm. go over there twice a year, why the fuck are they getting a five-hour show? We get like three hours here in the States, and that's enough if you ask me. Well, I think it's because that's their mania moment. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, and they get they get one show early in the year after WrestleMania, and then they go to Saudi towards the end of the year in, in November. And that's, that's their mania moment for them. That show is really big for them. So that's why they give them like a really big show, but also to entice us to watch so they get good views for it. They add good storylines in there. Because you remember the first couple of years, the Saudi show sucked. Oh, my God. That's like we were saying they were not canon. They are just throwing matches together at that point. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. So... Anyways, they had stepped up the game for Saudi. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna but give over- it a grade, but I'm just I'm happy that Sammy got his moment there. That this was the second year in a row he was able to go and do it. Um, 
Roman's got to lose that title, man. I I really thought LA Knight would get it. I really wanted I to live in that. I really wanted to live in that fantasy just for a while. But I'm just getting. Real I want tired them to make this. I want them to make this into a monumental moment where every person that Roman has ever screwed gets an opportunity to get back at him. And I feel like if they do it that way at Mania, that it will be so satisfying that everybody would rewatch it and watch it and watch it again. And I mean, everybody, Jay Uso, Cody Rhodes, Cody should be the winner. In my opinion, give it to fucking Cody. I was thinking that today though. And you have LA Knight, you have LA Knight, you have Drew come out there. You have Jay Uso come out there. So you Kevin. have Sammy, Kevin. Okay, everybody that Roman has ever screwed or disrespected needs Finn. to have a point. Xavier, Finn, have Finn come out there. Xavier, come out there. Rey Mysterio, have them all. Everybody hit the move. Make it be like in like a like it was a battle royal style. If it was like a little oh. Royal Rumble matches, or the ref got knocked out. Ref get and everyone out. just comes in and starts getting their licks in. Everybody comes out. Everybody. And they all just yeah. beat ass. Oh. oh, you know what could happen? Okay. Let Seth Cody. do it too. If Seth oh, ends up yeah. dropping his title, have Seth make him do the final blow before Cody gets it. And then the whole locker room come down there and they oh. all celebrate like they finally free. So it'd be like the end of, of ECW one night stand. Where all the old ECW guys are beating up on Eric Bischoff. Yep. Oh. It's I like an end of an era moment. Also, like, okay, hear me out. Just, just hear me out, okay? So there needs to be this cool. I could write this shit like right now. <laughs> so Ray Ray <laughs> hits him. Ray Ray hits him with the six one nine, right? Mm-hmm. So he's and you know Roman's like and he sells it and he like slays out but then like everyone's like yelling like everyone's pointing at Seth and I'm like get him get his ass get him because you know and like everyone parts and here comes Seth and he's just got that maniacal little smile of his on and it's just like you and he does like the biggest fucking person to Roman like that and then they all leave. And like Cody, I don't know, because Cody's doing something. And they all leave because everyone's like, someone's like, rest up, rest up. Like I get here you're yelling, like the referees up and they all fucking scatter. And then Cody just comes in and he like kicks him with like, you know, pokes him with his boot. And he sees like <laughs> he sees like Drew and Finn and Kevin and Sam. And he's just like, all right, let's do this. And he hits him with the butt. Like, how? Not even that. Just how lethargic could the beatdown be? Especially if Seth is the guy who hit him with the with the last move. But they gotta take I'm out Solo, you. and they gotta take out Solo, and they gotta take out Jimmy. They'll like, take him they, out. They, oh God, that's gonna be. I'm telling you, that's just that's the move. That's what I think they should do. That's how I think they should go about it. And then that'll be like coming that coming of age moment or that that moment is like oh god thank god this is over Mm -hmm. like where are you when this happened yeah like it would be one of those moments and that's what I've been asking for and hoping for
Okay. You were saying, Alexis. Okay. I don't remember the original thing because train of thought died off. But here's the thing. Cody's going to go up against Roman. We know that's going to happen at Mania. Yeah. Who's going to win Royal Rumble this year? It's going to be somebody for Seth. I don't think they're going to challenge Roman um, for the Royal Rumble this year, but it's going to be somebody who's going to challenge Seth for sure. Because everyone keeps telling me that they're going to, it's going to be Cody and Roman at Rumble. And I'm like, no, it's going to be at Mania. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm yeah, I wouldn't make though. it at Rumble. I'm, I'm like, telling even, you that. Like, they're not going to waste that opportunity to mm-hmm. have Cody win at a big moment. Like, come on. I mean, it would be great for Rumble because, again, Rumble's one of the, you know, OG big floor, but it's just, I can't take another year, Tiff. I can't. And I said it last year. I can't. <laughs> it's been three years. And you know what? At this point, and I know I'm going to get shit for it. At this point, I don't care about the goddamn bloodline. I don't care about their whatever's going on with them. I don't care about Paul Heyman unless he gets choked out by somebody. I don't. Oh, we forgot somebody on that list of people coming in to take out Roman. Who? Oh. Brock. Oh, shh. Does, do we have to? <laughs> I mean, look, if we got forced, let's be honest here, we got force fed that damn feud for two and a half years. Majority, no, majority before Roman got his title. So if you want to think about that before he, you know, before the bloodline and when for he left, technically this has been a four year feud between him and Brock, give or take. I mean, yeah, he's been wrestling Brock for a while. It's been he's had at least I think it was like four matches yeah. with Brock Lesnar. And I think that was the that was like the only time he wrestled. And it was for the title. And it's just I, I mean he he would have to be there. I don't know what he would do, but he would be the one probably like his music would hit because Roman fears him. Let's be honest. It took Jimmy Jay solo and a bunch of trash to keep him down yeah okay yeah and i I mean mean, okay so you can have him do his suplexes everybody hits their finisher you know somebody Mm -hmm. hits a super kick that would go to jay um seth would do the pedigree or he'd do um falcon's arrow or one of those have sammy do his blue thunder bomb or the halloween when I love it when he does that blue power bomb. Oh, it's I so it. it's so fire. Have yes. Kevin do that stunner. Oh, have him hit great. that stunner. And um oh jeez. Who oh, else do we say? Finn Finn needs to hit the sling blade. I love yeah, it. When that he or that coup de gras. Yeah. yeah. That or that coup de gras. Um oh shit, what else? We said Finn. You got, you got Xavier. Finn, um, Xavier. Xavier, he usually has a super kick. So maybe we'll figure out something. I think he would do like the unicorn stomps on like Roman, but like it would be like in like Doc's or Tim's, like, you know, the shit. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, like, the unicorn stomps work. That works like, he, for me. 
he drops like the cute like i'm not saying cutesy but like he drops it like because you know this is the guy who like think about it look xavier is that but also it's like this is a guy who has been holding this title back kofi ever trying to get another shot so you know because he's loyal to a fucking t yeah, and you know what? Like, I feel like you could have gave that title to Xavier as well. Like, he's one of those guys who could have gotten that United States Championship mm-hmm. and really did something with it. And I feel like that should be a mid-card workhorse title. And it's not right now. And I'm kind of upset that it isn't. Because you have an opportunity with guys like Dragon Lee and Cedric on the roster. You've mm-hmm. got... um. You've got um, um, Cameron Grimes back there. You've got so many people that can really do great things with that United States championship and let it be like a stepping stone into um, something else. Like you have such good opportunities. And it's just the history behind the belt and like knowing who held that title and what it meant back in like, because, you know, it's the old school WCW Jim Crockett promotion title yeah and you know i shit on wcw and i do want to apologize that i did not get the final halloween havoc what happened out we had some stuff to take care of the house and sorry guys until this starts paying us this is not my it's top priority but it's not like top priority if you get my drift um so i want to apologize for that but I mean, it's it's just like going back and watching WCW and seeing the people who held that title, like Eddie Guerrero held that title and fucking Rey Mysterio held that title. And, you know, going back, Stone, like Steve Austin, before he was Stone Cold Steve Austin, he had the United States title. Brian Pillman had the United States title. So just knowing the history behind that title, it's just like... This is just me and Cornette probably agreeing. I would love to hear what Jimmy was going off about when he found that shit out. But it's just the names behind that title. Yeah. And it's just, and it's this. And it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, don't I, I mean, I, it, it's it's a, it's just... a, I don't mean to keep bringing it back up, but that's like a fucking sore spot for me though. I get it. Like, I mean, I'm, I feel like it's going to be temporary. He's not going to keep it past like Royal Rumble, I don't think I don't think he's gonna, I don't think he's gonna have it past that. So I'm um, I mean I'm just bitching because I can't. So hell, you know what? I would have rather Dominic drop that top drop the this would have made more sense. Hear me out, okay? I would have had Dominic drop the North American title back to NXT. Mm. Him and his and he tells his dad, not only am I going to beat you, I'm going to be a better U.S. champ than you. That would have been better. Yeah, I, I have to that agree with that. Made more, that would have made more sense because then he would at least have a title that was on the roster because they're going back and forth on any fucking show anyway. But, I mean, that would have made more sense right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it's simple, yes, but sometimes you don't need like super hard fucking cheat code. You just need to do something simple and it works. Wrestling fans, we are simple folks. If a storyline goes longer than three months and it's not simple, we don't give a shit. I mean, am I lying though? No. And it's not because we're stupid. It's just we're tired of seeing shit dragged out. We have a ten- we have short attention spans. I mean, the, the way that they have been able to expand the bloodline though, 
should be stunning. <sighs> the way that they stretched that out, it, it was was well done. I can't be mad at them about it. Um, not really Roman's title, but the way that they split them apart, it was very slow and very strategic. But also, that that is what built Jimmy up to be the main one of the main faces on Monday Night Raw right now. I don't think okay, that without that. Sorry about that. It was Jay. Like without that and that particular story arc, the way that it was done going from Jay Uso being the right-hand man to him moving into his own space, you wouldn't have had the same backing of him. And to be fair, that really goes to Sammy's credit for him reviving the bloodline because they were stale at that point when um, mm-hmm. Sammy got there. So like I, I'm, I get people are tired, but it's like when we really go back and look at everything and how it was done, it, it was well done. Like it really, mm-hmm. really was. As, sto- as the storyline goes, Roman's championship reign, because you already know where it's headed, like you're not really interested in Roman. You're more interested in the people around him, which to be fair, that's the way it's supposed to be. That's just, the way it's supposed to be. I think it's just wild because we all knew, we all know Cody's going to be the guy that takes the title off of him. Yeah, they better. And I really, they better and I really, oh my God, if they don't do it this year, dude, they're, mm, I mean, that, yeah. But think about this. Last year, just on a personal note, two years ago in this show, I was riding Cody Rhodes' ass. I was talking all this shit about him. I was saying, what mm-hmm. the fuck are you doing? Like, I was giving him the blues. Yeah. Fucking, fucking WrestleMania last year, I dug out my Dusty Rhodes shirt. Like I was, like, I was like, okay, he's gonna win. He's gonna win. We're gonna do this. I sent you that TikTok where it's like this guy was like, um, like it, you know, like they do the POV and it's like you're at Mania and you hear this and it's like Cody saying wrestling has more than one royal family and it plays like Dusty's old theme song for like three seconds and then goes into Cody's. Yeah, I cried because I'm like, oh my god, Cody would actually do that. Like, you know, the, because it's the whole emotional thing. And I remember when he lost to Roman, me and Daryl just, just sit there and looked at the TV and we had like no emotion. And it was just like, what the hell is this? It hurt. I ain't gonna lie. It hurt. And Tirza, sorry, Tirza, I'm going to call you out a little bit on this. When we were getting over the emotional aspect of Roman versus Sammy, and she was like, hey, I didn't know Sammy was gonna, we knew Sammy was gonna, we're like, shut up. Like, here's I loved you, but at that point, I wanted to punch you. Um, oh, shit. She, I'm not afraid to say it, but um, even, and she's hardcore Roman fan, but even then, at that point, she was just like, he lost? Why did he lose? She said that she knew he she knew he was gonna win. I was like, okay. No, because she was there was a no, let's be honest, there was a couple times she was sweating during that match and we knew she was because she went quiet. Sorry, girl, I gotta call you out. Like, I love you, but come on now. I, I just I don't know. It's just I can't go. He's already surpassed a thousand days. He's already surpassed all Kogan's reign. I I'm I can't do another year, man. I'm serious. I I can't. I'm already not watching SmackDown enough as it is. 
because now Logan Paul's there and I don't want to watch that, but it's just like, I can't, when it comes to the judgment day or not judgment day, when it comes to the, well, sort of both of them, when it comes to either one of those two idiots, I turn off the TV because I just can't take it anymore. Like do something, make me sports entertained. But war games is coming up soon. And that's when I'm hoping like really just, you know, yeah. Let's move on to another. Let's let's move on to another subject. I'll just be sitting here all night talking about this shit. <laughs> it's wrestling hate... combo. We're supposed to talk about I it. I know, but I feel I like I hate being a wrestling nerd because it's just like why? It's one of your best attributes aside from your personality. I like that you have a lot of information. <laughs> I, mean, I, I just. Care. I mean, it's just like, I, I understand people are going to look back when like, let's just use my kid, for example, when my kid's like 15, they're going to be talking about the bloodline, how long Roman Reigns was champion for. And we can be like, yeah, I was there. But it's like, they're going to sugarcoat the shit out of it. Like they're going to make it this. And I'm not saying Roman doesn't deserve a title run. I, I'm not saying that. And his heel work. I'm just mad that it took us 10 fucking plus years to get a heel Roman Reigns. And yeah, in between that was that kind time, of Vince's fault. And in between that time, we had Seth as a face, Seth as a heel, Seth as a face, Seth as a heel, Seth as a heel, Seth as a face. Seth, and now it's like he's like in his final form where he don't give a shit if it's a face or a heel anymore. He's just enjoying what he's doing. It's like, I mean, it's just like, why the fuck? I mean, I get that's why John John Cena never went as heel. Could you imagine a heel John Cena? Not like when he first came out, but like yeah, like, like has he got John. Old? Yeah, where he's like, I had to come out here in these fruity pebble shirts and act a fool to entertain you idiots. I'd be like, whoa, Johnny boy, you got a spine now? What's up? <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I don't I, like being a face, and I, I, I get it. I, I some people it. are just some people are just natural faces. Some people are good as as heels. Uh, Randy's a better heel than he is as a face. I like Randy in both roles, to be honest with you. I like it when Randy's a smart ass. Like that's my favorite. He's not a heel. He's not a face. He's just a smart ass. And I think that's he's my just, favorite. He's just being Randy. He's just that's being Randy. That's like like what was it? The rest uh what was it? Royal Rumble when he got eliminated by Edge and everyone was like he looked like really upset and then he goes <laughs> He just walked away. He like all that all that all that broodling, you didn't even care. Just brood. Just like whatever, whole. <laughs> I'm tired. Period. So here's what right. we can do. Okay. So. Okay. Oh, I forgot. What was it? Uh, so I was gonna. Ask, oh, when do you think Damien's gonna have his failed cash in? You know, I don't know. Um, Damien has like a whole another. What is that? Like another couple months before he has to cash that thing in. So what he really wants. Um, May? May was May, May June. Yeah. So he's got. Hold on, it's November, mm-hmm. December, January, February, March, April. He's got six months. Let's like yeah, five or six months, give or take. He's got some time. Um, 
I don't know, Royal Rumble maybe, but then again, I don't know. It might be at Mania. They might they might have him pull a Seth Rollins and uh try to, you know, cash in at Mania, turning the match into a triple threat and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, Triple H Triple H loves a good callback, honey. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Uh, At this point, uh, I I just want them to hurry up and decide what they want to do. I mean, here's the thing: I don't want him to lose it on a like you know he runs out and because I hate it when it's like you run. Sometimes I hate this. Sometimes I don't. Depends on the person and the setup. Like mm-hmm. Bailey, Bailey doing it to Charlotte was perfect when she did when she cashed in on Charlotte. That that was great. Mm-hmm. Priest, I actually want to see him wrestle for it, if that makes sense. Like, you know how they did with Strowman when he cashed in his? And he's like, I want a match. I don't want to run in. I want to, if I'm going to beat him, I'm going to beat him one-on-one. Yeah. I kind of want to see it like like that. Because I don't, I don't see Priest doing, pulling, like, character-wise, I don't see Priest being that much of a bitch. I, a lot of people say they don't see Priest cashing in successfully and being champ. And I, mean, I, was like, I don't. There's there's a difference between trying. I don't look. I like Damian, but I don't think he's gonna. He's not gonna be successful. I want him to have like, like that's the thing. If it's not gonna be a successful cash in, have a great match. You know. Yeah. Like go to Adam. Say I'm tired of chasing him. I want him one on one at Rumble or Mania, probably Rumble, whatever. Let's just say Rumble. I want him one-on-one at Rumble. Let's do this. So that way, even if he doesn't win, it's still him and Seth putting on a great match. That's, I mean, that's all I wish for. If you're not going to cash it in, at least if you're not going to have a successful fashion, have a great match leading up to it. That's it. I mean, that's fair. I, I totally get that. Um, so, now, every day this week, we've had some leading, lead-ins into Survivor Series and what we're possibly going to be getting via Survivor Series. So, Monday, we, um, we know that the Miz is the one who's going to be challenging Gunther for the Intercontinental for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, yeah. His his chest is gonna cave in. Like I am I am totally okay with this because Miz is he's the only other person on the roster outside of like Kofi who's got like multiple title reigns. Mm-hmm. Been champion multiple times, and he's got the most. Like he's got eight IC title reigns, and he's very decorated. And as much shit as people give him, you can't take that from him. No, Kofi. Kofi's probably one of the best IC champions they've had. Hmm. But Miz is a good champ. I mean, he was a heel champion. But he was an entertaining champion. He was good. I just right now he's kind of teetering between face and heel. Shout out, Andrew. Remember when he cashed in and he became champ, and everyone really Mm -hmm. thought he was going to have that title till WrestleMania. 
<laughs> it's like mommy's coming after you. Like <laughs> I was so got I hated that catching so much. I was like the way he got the damn briefcase was some shady shit. And, and I no was like, how come no one reprimanded him for that? Right. And then you know what made me mad? Because Adam made um Adam made uh Sammy give Damian Priest back that that briefcase. Mm-mm-mm. And I feel like no, Damien should have got it back because you should have been sleeping. Simple as mm-hmm. that. But it is what it is. I I ain't gonna be um, hard on it too much. But we we got the outcome of that. We also had a battle royal Monday because Monday this past Monday, Miz wasn't on the show from what I remember. Miz wasn't on the show. They were more focused on um Seth and his um next opponent which ended up being Sammy, but that ended up imploding at the end of the night and they set up war games, okay? Mm. So I like to say that I called this shit months ago. Yeah, you did. welcome. Thank you. She did. She did. Mm-hmm. So when we got what we got what we got was a battle royal for the women to determine Rhea's number one contender. And towards the end, Zoe was the last one left. And she ended up being the one to win. She eliminated Shayna. All of them eliminated Naya, which Naya ended up eliminated Ivy. Ivy Nile is now a part of the Raw roster, and so are the Cree brothers. They officially yes. signed their contracts Monday, so the Cree brothers are a part of the Raw roster, which we love that because we love the Crees. Those are Nicole's babies. She called them from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So shout out to her for that. But they are they did exceptionally well. They had another match Monday, and they won because of Ludwig um, interfering in that match. But the final match of the night was between um, Seth and Sammy for the World Heavyweight Championship. It was Seth's way of giving Sammy an opportunity at the championship due to him, you know, really honestly saving his ass at Crown Jewel. Because if Sammy had not confiscated that briefcase, Damian Priest might be World Heavyweight Champion right now. So... Mm Sammy accepted. He was reluctant to accept because he didn't want to go up against Seth and Seth was not 100%. You know, he was like, I want to go up against you at your peak, at your best. And Seth is like, it's now. You got the champion. You got an opportunity now. You do it now. He said, stop Mm -hmm. trying to be, you know, Mr. Integrity and take your shots when they come. So Sammy accepted. They had the fight. Everything was going good. Mm-hmm. And then Judgment Day and them came out there. Says Jay Uso came out there to help, but ultimately the distractions and everything cost Sammy the match. Sammy ended up losing against Seth. They all ended up fighting because Judgment Day attacked all of them. Um, Jay came out there to even the odds, but that's when JD McDonough came out there, and then that's when Cody's music hit. So all the okay. boys of Judgment Day were out there. And Cody and Seth, Sammy, and Jay were out there. They're all fighting, brawling all over the place. And that's when Rod hit Adam's ass come out there. He said, he's tired of this shit. He said, we're going to end this and make this a once and for all. And he just screamed war games. 
right at the end of the show. And I was like, I wish you would have had Regal's ass come out there and do Regal ain't doing nothing. Get Regal from NXT. We know he's back there. Y'all didn't hide that from us. You could have had him call it shit. I I just remember like last year when they had Ozzy yell war games. I'm like, well, they had some British guy yell war games. Yay. (laughs) So... And I believe I, his song is still the official um song for War Games for Survivor Street. You want to know something they really? Thing. I really like that song too. Not not to sidetrack, but you want to know something really cute. So um on my Instagram page, somehow Jack Osborne has got on to my for you page on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know he had a daughter. And I didn't know he had a daughter either. Yeah, so he, that's Ozzy's. That we know of Ozzy's first grandchild. And it's so cute because there was a clip of her, like he's sitting in the back seat of a car with her, and Crazy Train comes on and she does that. I, I, I. <laughs> no, she does not. Uh, yes, she does. And then there's another clip that she sees Ozzy performing and she's like saying, Papa, Papa, Papa. Like, and she's looking at everybody, like, how come no one else is hyped about this? Like, he's on TV. <laughs> And I was just like, that's Ozzy Osbourne's grandchild. We must protect her at all fucking costs. And it's just, it's just so cute. And then like there's a and like he, you know, Ozzy's like a private person, but like Jack has his podcast and he's saying that like his daughter is like obsessed with her grandpa. As and I'm she just like, be. and it's just like she loves. Aussie, like she will literally ignore everybody else and go right to him and i'm just like oh my god and someone on instagram is like she went right from what she said or what they say she went already went past wheels on the bus and on the crazy train i'm like oh my god it's adorable <laughs> but i don't know sorry i just thought that was that was cute speaking of Aussie, i got sidetracked my bad <laughs> no it's fine it's so cute though. I don't I mean, I want war games to be good because this is the last not only is this the last pay-per-view that we're gonna watch, but like this is the last show of the year for WWE. And I am just sick and tired of everyone always shitting on war games. Well, it wasn't as good as last year. Okay, see, this is my thing also where people are like, What's your favorite match? I can't have a favorite match because I'm always expecting other matches to live up to that expectation. Not everything is gonna be a five-star match. War Games is not one of those matches that need to be a five-star match. We are just going to watch people beat the shit out of each other in a cage, and Io Shirai is going to go flying off into a trash can, off the top of the cage in a trash can again. Like, that's all I want to see. I just want to see Carnage and people flying off the top of the cage. That's all I thought. We're going to get to the women's War Games in a minute, but the men's War Games has been spent. Everything is shaped up. So for now, there are two matches, possibly three, for War Games card. I think Walter is going to defend his championship at War Games. You're going to have Rhea Ripley defending her championship at War Games. And, of course, you're going to have the champion as well as three allies going up against Judgment Day at War Games. And they're going to be inside the War Games cage. I hope Seth is okay after that because War Games is brutal. Oh, see, this is what I think that, okay, because right, because after War Games is holidays, and they pretty much try to pre-tape as much as they can mm-hmm. once this, once December hits, 
Yeah. They don't because even after a certain time, they stop going on tour. Because that's why everyone's like, why are they so tour heavy? December's coming up. People don't want to yeah, be they on are. the road. They want to be at home with their families or they just want to be home period and they don't want to be trapped especially during the fucking holidays i wouldn't want to be and nobody's going out like that to these shows like that um at least i'm excited at least well we were supposed to do it for your birthday that one year but they fucked us big time but yeah um, it was brock's fault so fuck you you anyway (laughs) she's gonna square up on brock lesnar just because it caused her to miss smackdown (laughs) Yeah, because they but, were coming here. Yeah. And then Brock I goes, oh, well, I don't think it's a big enough market. We need to go somewhere else. I'm going to be there. And then he went to Los Angeles, and that shit sucked. I ended up getting sucky-ass raw because of that. I'm sorry. Would have I know if I, I would have made it less sucky if I was able to go. But yeah, thanks, Brock. You kind of fucked up her whole birthday thing. Right. Because uh, February, because I don't, because February, that's when they start, because it's like, because January, they come back and do Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Because I know in February, WWE is going to be up here in Knoxville doing a house show because it's the road to WrestleMania. I'm going to fucking yeah. go to that. I, I don't yeah. care if it's me and Harley or me and Daryl or all three of us. I got to go to that show because they haven't mm-hmm. been in Knoxville for three years now. It's been that long? I think so. I'm not, I'm not sure. Anyway, um, they say it, it could be two years. Who the fuck knows? Because you know WWE likes to build shit up. But because during this, because after, because just using your birthday as a point, after we that SmackDown, that's when everything was starting to get taped. That's when Raw was taped. That's when SmackDown was taped. Because people were going home, and they're like, "We'll yeah. see, you, we'll see you in January." I don't know if they're are they doing the January first pay per view anymore? No. Or did that time? okay? No, they're not doing day one. So they really don't have to come back to work till the first Monday of 2024. Yeah. I know for a fact my ass would be home, lights out, horror movie in the background, leave me alone, don't text me, don't call me, unless it's an emergency, leave me the fuck alone because I have seen you guys enough this year. I will see you next year, you know, like it's just one of those things. It's just one of those things. Um, Seth. If Seth doesn't drop the title, he's probably gonna like all. Three, we're gonna start seeing him like in December. Like he'll tape. I don't know if he'll have any matches though. But if he's gonna come, because something big's gonna happen at Rumble. I just have this feeling. I don't know what it is, but something big is gonna happen in January. I mean. I don't think he's gonna um to keep that title. I think I honestly I think he's gonna keep it past um I think he's gonna keep it until Mania and then he's gonna drop it. If he drops it before then, you know, it's so he can rest up, have his surgery, get himself together, mm-hmm. if he has to have surgery or whatever. Um but yeah, I I I I think Seth be have being champion. For as long as he has, I think the best thing to do is if he is okay and he's not injured too badly, that he should keep his championship for a year and then drop it. Um, because they've had champions for a year for a year or so, and it seems like that's a new trend is for the champions to stay champion for at least a year. Um, mm-hmm. 
which I don't have a problem with. I feel like Seth's earned the right to be champion that long. He's wrestling any and everybody who comes his way. And I think mm-hmm. his final boss is probably going to be Gunther. I mean, for people got upset that he was champion, but I'm like, for an inaugural champ with a new title, why not be somebody that you can trust? Yeah, and I mean, Seth's going to go and he's going to give you you know, a five-star match every time, no matter who he's going up against. So I don't see anything wrong with that. And Mm -hmm. like I said, I think he's done an exceptional job as champion. He's had great storylines with specific um, competitors from Finn Balor to Shinsuke Nakamura to the one with Drew, even though it was small and minor. He's had Mm -hmm. some really good stories with specific um, former champions, current champions. Like, he's really done some really good work with um that championship and built it up into being something that people are clamoring for and it is coveted um and he is the exact antithesis he's the opposite of what roman is so like i love it i'm happy for seth i just want him to be 100 percent healthy and if he can go and get the surgery and then not be too bad on him then so be it um i would love that for him now to finish out everything, going to Raw, I mean, going to SmackDown, we did talk about it briefly earlier when we were talking about Logan Paul, but Santos has decided to, you know, excommunicate himself from LWL in the worst way possible. Essentially, what happened was they were the ones who opened up Monday Night Raw, I mean, SmackDown. And then Carlito came out there and basically was just like, the reason why you lost the championship wasn't because of Logan, it was because of Santos. He said mm. he he so he so lovingly left those damn brass knuckles on the on the apron. Like he was sabotaging you, bro. He said, I've known you a long time. You have to be smarter than this. And then Santos was like, what the hell are you talking about? I would never do that. Like, are you serious? Like, and they started arguing and it got to a big thing. They got shoved. It was a shoving match. And then Santos was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. So he left. Zelina and Ray went after him to kind of, kind of like calm things down. Joaquin and Del Cruz stayed with Carlito. And Carlito had a match with Bobby Lashley, which to me was the most irrelevant part of this whole thing. Yeah. Bobby won due to Montez's interference. And of course, Dawkins beating up on Cruz Del Toro and Joaquin. And then Santos came out to save them, but he didn't save Carlito when Carlito got was getting beat up and stomped out. Ray came in with a chair and was basically like, we're supposed to be a family, blah, blah, blah. It led, led to them arguing. Ray pushed him. He went to go check on Carlito. Santos ended up attacking Ray and hit him in the back and stomped him out. And he was just like, it was supposed to be me and you. It was supposed to be me and you. I was here. It was me. I put this together. Like, without me, this wouldn't be here. And you know I would never do anything to hurt you. Like, he was just very emotional. And Mm -hmm. Ray pushed him again, slapped him. They started fighting. He got out on the apron because Santos got pushed out towards out the ring ropes. And... He's on the apron like, you know that we're supposed to be family. It's La Familia. Why are you? He said, I'm sorry. I, didn't, I shouldn't have put my hands on you and lost my cool, but you are pushing me there. And Santos pushed him into the ring post. He fell in between the steps and the ring post, and Santos kicked the ring steps. So Ray's leg was trapped in between the steps and that ring post. Oh. And um, 
Zelina had to come out there to stop him because Santos was telling him it was supposed to be me and you and you ruined it. He said, you pushed me to this. You did this. And um, Zelina was like, what are you doing? Like, why are you destroying this? Look what you have done. And Santos was like, I didn't do anything. He did this. He destroyed this. So when the guys in the back, they went to Santos and they asked him, Kathy said, hey, Santos, what is going on? What happened? And he was just like, she said, why did you attack Ray? And he was like, he had it coming. And I was like, damn. Oh, I fought off with Chicago. He had it coming. <laughs> I was like, to be fair, I fully understand where Santos is coming from. Mm-hmm. Santos is like, I was pegged to be United States champion. It was for me. I get messed up by Austin Theory and I picked Ray to be the champ. But then when I get ready to be able to be champion, I can't get the title back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, Ray has got the title. Ray's at the forefront of the company and I mean, our, our group. And then you bring in Carlito and Carlito's getting all the, the love and admiration. I'm the one who's been here. I'm the one who has been by your side. I'm the one who's been there for you. It's been me. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand where he coming from. It's a bit misguided, but I can understand where he coming from. Um, okay. After that, we got a match between Dragon Lee and Cedric, which was a good match. The only thing I wish was that they would have given Cedric a win. So this would have been a good, like, best of three, best of seven series between the two of them because it, it's fun to watch. I wish they would have gave them a similar story arc to what we got with um, Seamus and uh, Cesaro when he was there. Um, mm. But he didn't. Dragon Lee ended up winning, and that was that. Um, Bailey came out, cut a promo, basically, like, I don't know what happened at Crown Jewel. I was not in on the joke. I don't understand. Kyrie came out with Dakota and EO. And EO basically was just like, you wanted me to make sure I was still champion. I ensured that. What's the problem? Dakota seems to be doing a lot of the talking when it comes to this. EO is co-signing it or basically like encouraging it. You know what I mean? And she's just yeah. like, this is what you wanted. You wanted her to be champion, right? And Bailey's like, look, I've been here a long time. I know how this shit works. If you're going to kick me in the back, do it now. Okay? Just let me know right now. Don't wait to the, to the last minute. Do it now. Because I see where this is going. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, Dakota's like, no, it's not like that. And Kyrie took the microphone and she said, listen... I forgive you for everything that you did when I left. She said, I'm not mad at you. And she said, look, bring it in. And they started hugging in the middle of the ring. Now, Bianca came out there, Oscar came out there, and Charlotte came out there. That set up a six-woman tag team match. At the end of the match, which I told everybody this was going to happen, Oscar turned on her teammates of Bianca and Charlotte and joined Damage Control. So now Oscar is a part of damage control. So you have to think. Hmm. Bailey has hmm. been Oscar's enemy for years. Okay. Uh-huh. Years. As has Dakota being a part of um damage control. But um Oscar, EO, and Kyrie all have history with them teaming and at least 
two of them out of the three teaming with each other at some point, whether it be in stardom or over in um, Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, I don't, I don't like it. I'm like, Bailey, you need to be smarter than this. Your head need to be on a swivel. Now, they all stood tall and won this match. Well, whatever the case may be, because they beat the brakes out for Bianca and Charlotte. And mm-hmm. he, Shotzi came out there to help. Shotzi got beat up. Now, they don't have a fourth. But I see a lot of people throwing a lot of names around. I see them throwing around Jade. I see them throwing out um B- Becky. To be fair, Becky being in this match would be wholly unnecessary. Number one, Becky has no she has no attachment to damage control in any way, shape, or form. It, it uh, makes no sense. Hold up. I mean, I'm thinking through my Rolodex. It makes no sense for her to be attached. Putting Jade in this match is silly. Mm-hmm. Although I wouldn't mind how it would blow up in terms of hypeability. I don't think that it's smart to put her in that kind of match right out the gate. This will be her first match, and that's what you put her in. I don't like it. No, Jade is being saved for something big. I think she's going to be on NXT, so I think that Jade being in the match is completely out. Now, whoever is left on the roster um, for SmackDown, the only girl I could think of is Mi Chen. Which I'm not trying to shit on Mia Yim because I love Mia, but that's kind of underwhelming in my opinion. Mm. Um, but if that's how you want to round out the squad, then be my guest. I don't have a problem with that. Do whatever makes you happy. Um, that was pretty much SmackDown. That that was pretty much it. Now, um, LA Knight's got a match next week with Jimmy. Um. He had a match this week with Grayson Waller. And let me tell y'all something. L.A. Knight ate Grayson Waller's ass up from the moment he came out there till they got ready to wrestle. That man told him he had a $5 haircut that he couldn't go within. He said he couldn't go within 50 feet of schools because he looked like a creep. (gasps) Oh, he said he ate Grayson Waller's ass up. Damn. And I was like, Barosis, what <laughs> is happening? My brother in Christ, what the fuck, bro? Damn, I tell you, he ate his ass up. He ate his ass up. Damn. Okay. Grayson did not have a comeback at all. Now, Kevin was on commentary for SmackDown, and it was the most hilarious shit I've ever seen in my life. I saw the, I saw the sports stuff that he was doing. He's like, they're sitting here and sitting here. And then what? Yeah, he, he had the Pat McAfee uh, job Madden screen, and he kept going at Austin Theory and Grayson Waller. So much so that Theory and Waller ended up coming out there and attacking him. They poured water on his head. They pushed him. And Kevin went in there and just went after both of them and beat their ass. He he took out Grayson, took out Austin, was getting ready to um stunner him, but Austin ran out the ring and Grayson Waller ended up eating a stunner. So not only did Grayson Waller get beat down by LA Knight, because after the verbal ass whooping, he got beat down for real. 
Not mm-hmm. only did he suffer a real ass, the ass whooping by LA Knight, he then got stunned by fucking um, Kevin. But Kevin was doing the bang up job on commentary. It was fun to listen to Kevin on commentary. He was he was really fun to listen to. I appreciated him being there. He had a tie and everything, a t-shirt on and a tie. <laughs> what were those fucking Zumba pants? Did you borrow those from Mojo? I don't know. <laughs> the bright green John Cena shirt. I'm like, who let you out of the house dressed like this? Oh my god. It who was, let you it out of the house? It was the best of <laughs> It was a good show. I will give them that. They had an excellent, they had an excellent show for SmackDown. Raw was an okay show. And NXT was good too. Um, they did do um the Iron Survivor Challenge this week, which um, we can get into that now. They're going to allow the um they're gonna allow the legends to pick the matches as to who can go up against who for the qualifying matches. Now Tiffany, he beat Fallon. I I'm assuming it has to do with her having a concussion, but I'm upset because I really wanted Fallon to win that match. Tiffany didn't need it. Fallon did. Tiffany putting Fallon over would have worked in her favor. She yeah. did great in the match, but I just wish if if Tiffany, if Fallon hadn't had the concussion, maybe they would have um let her go. And win that the match, me, but that makes me so mad. Like, uh, I like Fallon. I just, I hope she's okay and rest up and heal up and do what you need to do and all that good stuff, man. Damn. Yeah. So, um, Fallon advanced and, um, uh oh shit. Dijack advanced. Dijack Terminator. Is going. Yeah, yeah. Dijack is going. He's gonna face so, Dragon off again. Um yes, whoever wins the Iron Survivor Challenge gets to go up against their champion, the current champion at this moment. So he could. Dude, I'm 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 tired of him going up against Dragon off. Now, to be fair, I don't think Dijak's going to win the Iron Survivor Challenge, if I'm being honest. Um, but right now, Baron Corbin is the one that is... Um, he's the one who's going after Dijak. I mean, going after Dragunov. Um, also, you have Trick and Carmelo imploding at the moment. That's getting ready to start and probably happen at deadline as well. Um, you also have Dominic Mysterio facing off against one of the greatest North American champions of all time and Wesley. Wesley has returned and he says he has Yay. a list that he wants to get this list done and, you know, Baron Corbin and Wesley are going to have a match next week. You know what? I would not be mad if Baron won that. I think going back to NXT has been great for him. And he's actually getting time to like wrestle. Oh, is that sound man? That sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Oh fuck, Baron Corbin. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a good guy. I think he was one of those guys who Vince really liked and got pushed too soon, and they didn't know what to do with him. And you know, he's like 
you know, he's like the company guy. He'll do what they tell him to do. And like he was saying on that one interview, I think John sent into the group chat where like him and Roman hated doing that one spot, but they did it anyway. But the looking back, he's like, now looking back, I did it to begin with. Um, the dog food spot where they did that. Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah. It's embarrassing. And, so I can understand why. But I mean, he, he went back to NXT. You could tell he's not like, He's like more relaxed, if that makes more sense. He's still a dick. I mean, his character is a dick, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. When he came out on the motorcycle, kind of like old school, like Baron from NXT, I was like, okay, I liked it. I thought it was I'm cool. Like, like, let's let's roll with this. As long as he don't look like he's serving me appetizers at Applebee's anymore, I'm completely okay with it. No, he just looked like a typical fake punk fan. I'm sorry, hey. Alexa, but he look he does. He does look like like a fake ass punk rocker, but he's a hipster on the inside, but he dressed like <laughs> I can tell you he something that would make you gross. I can tell you something that would make you gross out right now, but I'm really trying not to say it. I'm telling you the truth. That's what he looks like. I, mean, he's, I think it's funny because it's just like the what was that one promo he had with like Dijak and uh Dragonoff? And he looks at Dijak and he's like he goes, and you you wear your sunglasses inside. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, why would I say that as a wrestler? Like, yeah. that would be something I would say as a And it's just, it, it, I don't know. I'm just, he's just, I don't know. He's an unproblematic favorite. Let's just, let's just say that. As a person? Oh, yeah, I love Baron oh, Corbin yeah. as a person. Hey, as a person, I don't have any issue with him. I think that he's hilarious. Per- Personality-wise, I think he's great. He has a really good time on his in TikTok. I love watching his TikToks with the food. Oh I my think God. I think that if I was to ever like if I wanted to sit down with anybody and didn't talk about wrestling and we just was just kicking it, Baron mm-hmm. Corbin would be one of my first people because oh, I just feel yeah. like he just would be he just would be a really cool person to to sit down with because he's very into um different dark alcohol more specifically the dark liqueur okay mm-hmm. and, he, and he's and he's a meat connoisseur who doesn't love that i remember okay. when they when remember when wwe and this is like a deep cut when they would do like their version of cribs and they would go yeah. on the like super and then it's like i was watching it and i was like okay let's see what this guy is and it's just like you know he's not like acting like he is on tv and mm-hmm. he's showing like all this cool like taxidermy stuff that he had and like he talked about how he made sure that you know uh the animal it's like ethically found taxidermy where it's like he made sure that the animal died of like natural causes and right. you know all this kind of cool stuff and he was just like such a he was such a chilled guy and then it's just like he's not a bad wrestler but that's the thing it's like he was one of those guys who got pushed too soon and now he's kind of found his footing again and I mean, do I see him as WWE or NXT champ? I see him maybe as an NXT champ. But I mean, I don't know. I'm just happy he's still there and he still wrestles because like he has not hit his peak yet. I will shit bricks if he takes that damn championship off of fucking Ilya. Weird things and have happened, have, man. You haven't given Ilya a chance to really be champ and you're oh, gonna give Ilya's a bad bitch. I love him. I'm gonna steal that jacket that he comes out with the red one with the feathers and shit on it. <laughs> I'm stealing that. Like when someone's gotta distract him and I can run damn fast. I don't know how fast he can run though. 
but I'm still that shit. No matter how fast it can run, you know that man never forgets. I know. Man, like, come after you with a vengeance. I can at least let. I would. You know what? I would at least die in a very cool coat. <laughs> That's the way I see it. Should die with the coat. But dude, he's got that coat's fucking fire. You can't sit here and lie. Like, you, no, it's it's dope. He's I got agree. him in different. He's got him in different colors, and it looks fucking nice. I'm like, you gotta make someone's like, he looks gay for wearing feathers. I'm like, I dare you to say that to that man's face. I think he looks amazing. If we're being, I honest. love it. But you know, it's the heteronormative male wrestling fan you find on Twitter. You don't even wash your ass, bro. You can't say anything. I, I'm going to just like, so like Taylor Wilde, you know, the the uh, TNA wrestler. And it's mm-hmm. weird calling it TNA again, but I'm excited though at the same time. Um, she does a podcast. I think she just started it. And she had Eddie Kingston on. And I highly recommend y'all go listen to this podcast because Eddie had me rolling. He wasn't even trying to be funny. It was just like the way he was. And mm-hmm. he, he had me laughing the entire time. And he, they, she asked, she goes, so are you just on Instagram? Cause I felt, I just, you know, your Twitter's deleted. And he said that during like 2021, he had COVID and he was already mad because he was supposed, he had COVID and he was supposed to go to Ireland and he went on Twitter and he saw like, there was this one woman wrestler. I cannot remember her name. He's big on women's wrestling. So like Eddie Kingston, oh, the ally. Mm-hmm. like the ally we didn't know we needed but the one we deserved kind of thing <laughs> like he's his you know like nicole said he's an old head and he even says it on the show it's like you know when i first started women were like seen and not heard like they were like just managers and you know whatever and it's like now you got the girls in the locker room who could probably kick majority of the male locker room's ass like i just get the fuck out of their way because i'm i'm scared of them <laughs> like that's what you know and he just talks about how great it is to see how much women wrestling has evolved and changed and how it keeps going and uh it was just it was this one wrestler on twitter he didn't say the name or he did i don't remember but he was just saying like people were giving her so much shit for it and it was mostly guys. And he's just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Uh, and he's like, he's like, you know, at that point, I just, I said, I've had enough. He goes, Twitter's toxic, man. It'll fuck with your brain. That's why I can't do it anymore. Like, if you guys interact with anybody on Twitter, it's Nicole. Because for my mental health, I cannot go on that damn site anymore. I can't. My Twitter's kind of clean. Like, I don't really get into a lot of mess. So... And it's just like it the, it's just the same idiots. It's like the guys who live in their mom's basement who don't wash their ass, and then they wonder, oh, how come I can't get a hot wrestling girlfriend? Because you don't wipe your ass, dude. <laughs> we're not asking. We're not asking it to look like John Moxley. We're just asking you to have fucking simple, basic human hygiene. That's all we're asking for. Like Jesus Christ. Maybe that. move. Maybe maybe move out of your mom's house. I don't know, but not move out of your mom's house. Jesus. Oh, you know what I mean. But I don't know. Just people are fucking weird, man. But so yeah. 
deadline is shaping up and we already have the two first entrants into it and like i said there are legends are choosing the matches for the qualifiers so this week coming up lita is choosing the competitors for the matches for nxt so it's going to be interesting to see which which legends are going to be picking until deadline happens which deadline doesn't happen until december 1st Survivor Series is on November 25th. So that was a long one, ladies and gents. But we had a lot to talk about. Plus, I always have a good time when I'm talking to Alexis. We miss Nicole, but tomorrow's her birthday. Like I said, make sure you say happy birthday to Nicole. Any hoosies. Y'all be sure to tune in because we got another part of this episode coming up where we discuss the rumors and innuendo that's been going around the, the you know, the wrestling IWC, as they put it, okay? We're going to talk about the situation with the contract with the CW Network in terms of NXT winning that contract and how Ring of Honor was once in talks to be on the CW as well as NWA Power kind of screwing themselves out of the opportunity to be back on network television. With all that being said, I will see you guys in my next one, which should be coming up right after this one.